the fifth aliyah, which is still part of the second aliyah when read together. He, as in the artisan, made the planks of the tabernacle out of acacia wood standing vertically. Length of each plank, 10 cubits. Width, width of each plank, one and a half cubits. And the breadth, one cubit. The base of each plank had two tenons parallel to each other. For all the planks of the tabernacle, such was made. How many planks in total? 20 planks for the southern side, 40 silver bases to place under the 12, 20 planks, two bases under one plank to accommodate its two tenons and two bases under each following plank to accommodate its two tenons, basically the things that stuck out of the plank. For the second side of the tabernacle to the north, again 20 planks with 40 bases. For the back of the tabernacle, which was the west, he made six planks whose width would be fully exposed inside the tabernacle. And he made another two planks for the back corners of the tabernacle, whose width would be partially covered by the planks forming the north and south walls. All the planks were flush against each other at the bottom and flush at the top, where every pair of adjoining planks was fitted together into a square ring. The two planks on the two corners also made like this. Thus, on the west side, there was a total of eight planks, and with the silver bases, and there were 16 bases, two bases under each plank. He then made crossbars out of acacia wood, five crossbars for the planks on one long side of the tabernacle, and five crossbars on the other long side, <clears throat> and five crossbars on the back in the west. He made the full-length crossbar of each side in order to tra traverse all the walls at their middle height, and to penetrate holes drilled through the planks. So basically most of these Crossbars were outside the walls, but there was one crossbar that actually went in the wall, the, the penetrating one, the middle one. He overlaid the planks with gold, made gold rings for the planks to hold the half-length crossbars, and pretty much by those rings, he kind of, in effect, overlaid the crossbars with gold. Then the artisan went to make the partition curtain woven out of threads composed of six strands of each of turquoise, purple, scarlet wool, and twined linen. He made in the woven design of the Keruvim, having the appearance of eagles on one side and lions on the other. That made four acacia pillars for it and overlaid them with gold, hooks also being a gold, and he cast four silver bases for them. He made a screen for the entrance of the tent, embroidered out of material woven out of threads composed of six strands each of turquoise, purple, scarlet wool, and twined linen made its pillars, and overlaid their tops with bands with gold. Then Betzalel made the Ark of Acacia Wood, the Holy Ark, two and a half cubits long, one and a half cubits wide, and one and a half cubits high. Even though Betzalel used his exceptional talents to supervise and oversee the fashioning of all the tabernacles, components, and furnishings, in the case of the Ark, he applied his talent to the actual work of fashioning it, and therefore his name is mentioned here singly and explicitly because he fashioned the Ark all by himself. He overlaid it with pure gold inside and out by making two golden chests, one lightly lar slightly larger and one slightly smaller, and placing the wooden ark in between them. He made a gold rim on the outer golden chest for it all around. He cast four gold rings on the ark on its four corners, two rings on one side, two rings on the other side. He made rods of acacia wood sticks and overlaid them with gold. He then inserted the rods through the rings on the sides of the ark so that the ark would be carried with them. He then made the cover of the ark of pure gold, two and a half cubits long, one and a half cubits wide. 
He made two golden keruvim. He hammered them out of two ends of the cover, as we discussed in the parsha of Truma. He made one cherub from one end, one from the other end, and it may, literally made it out of the cover itself rather than attach it later. The keruvim had their wings spread aloft to the level of their heads, so that their wings shielded the cover. They faced one another, and they faced also a bit downward. He then made a table of acacia with two cubits long, one cubit wide, and a half cubit high, overlaid it with pure gold, and made a gold rim for it all around, made a frame for it one handbreadth wide, and made a gold rim for its frame all around, cast four gold rings for the table, and placed the rings on the four corners of its four legs. The rings were close to the frame as holders for the rods for carrying the table. He made rods of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold for carrying the table. He made the utensils to go on the table, its bread forms, spoons for the spices, supporting frames for its shelving tubes, and the shelving tubes for which the bread would be covered, all out of pure gold.